to DIY Data 5. Today is November 27th, 2022, and I am Michael Yurig, your host. Thank you for sticking around. Um, as I said, this is going to be episode 40. Um, that's actually the number of years I'm going to be coming this May. Uh, so thank you for the wishes, hopefully, of birthday grandeur and for sticking around, like I said. Uh, it's been a while since I've released an episode, uh, so I apologize if you've been expecting one. But like I said, I do this for free in my free time out of my own pure enjoyment. Um, and as you can uh, imagine, I've had tons and tons and tons and tons of ideas for episodes bouncing around my head. Uh, so it's been kind of torturous to uh, not record one. But uh, as I said, I'm a dad of five. I, I've got a family and I've got a lot going on. So I've just not really had time to sit down and record an episode. So for my 40th episode, I wanted to take the time to record one and uh, and have it be simple yet important. So today's episode is going to be on the importance of self. Now, I know a lot of times when people think of importance of self, it is you know self-care, mental health, and all those kinds of things. Um, but today I want to talk about, um, what is really, uh, heavy on my heart and that is the concept of self-improvement. Um, a lot of times, uh, we see, uh, everybody else's issues and it's easy for us to see everybody else's issues because with our own eyes, 99.9% .9 of the time we can only see other people, um, you know, we can only we don't see very much of ourselves unless we're looking in a mirror. Um, so it's very easy for us to see other people and what's going on from our perspective with them. So we can, um, you know, surmise uh, an issue and we can, you know, dream up all the uh, inner workings of what's going on with them and come up with solutions and, and how we could help them and all this other stuff. I'm not going to get into that, you know, like I've said in the past, um, you know, don't talk unless asked. In somebody else's situation but today I want to talk about how we can uh, do better by only concentrating on ourselves and how that translates to being a dad and being a DIYer because feeds into both when uh, when looking at this uh, I, I wanted to start with uh, why why do we uh, want to concentrate most of our energy uh, and anything we are, we're going to do in making ourselves the best we can be versus everybody else. Um, not, not competing against everybody else, but why do we care more about who we are versus who everybody else is that we surround ourselves with? You know, there's concepts of, you know, you're the culmination of the 10 people you surround yourself with and, you know, you spend X amount of hours at work with the people, so make sure you pick them right, whatever. You know, yes, that's all true. Um, and it has validity to it, but the most important thing is the energy you put into improving yourself in a given area, um, has more of a correlation to who you become as a person than anything else. Uh, and this is true. So why does it matter? What, what does this mean? Well, it, it's plain and simple. You, other than God, are the only one who can do anything about you. You're the only one who's in your head. You're the only one that can control your body. And you are the only one that can do something for yourself. It's plain and simple. 
So that's why it's so important that you do something. You take the time to learn something new from a book, learn something new from a seminar, um, study other individuals in a field that you want to get better at, uh, whether it be you know an actual career field, a relationship field, finance field, uh, worship field, sports field, um, wherever it is you want to get better, uh, you need to do something in that area to spend time to get better. And I've, and I've talked about this briefly in other areas. But on this fourth episode, I really want to hone in on why that's important. And again, it's you who has to do it. Other people can recommend it. Other people can support you. Um, other people can cheer you on. Um, but it's you who have to build the muscle of doing it. Uh, so a lot of times uh, people think, you know, oh, easier said than done. And I 100 wholeheartedly agree with that. What I am saying is so much easier said than done. Um, there's study that says, you know, if you can do something for 30 days, you've built it into a habit. To be honest, a lot of times 30 days isn't enough. Um, in a class that I teach, you know, they talk about budgeting. They say usually the first 90 days, your budget is horrible. You know, so if you think you're going to be good at budgeting in the first 90 days, you're not. So set real, realistic expectations. So you might have the habit, but you're still going to be downtrodden about it. You're, you're still not going to like how it feels to do it even after 90 days. You know, so you may be getting into the, the rhythm of doing it, but you're still not going to like it at all. You know, so the, this idea of a habit being the only thing that, to overcome an issue is uh, it's pretty, pretty much one of the reasons why some people still falter, you know, 30, 45 days after New Year's resolution. You know, they're getting the habit, but they're still not happy because what they're doing still isn't fun. So the, the, the key indicator of people who are going to succeed are the people who put their foot down and realize nobody else is going to do it for me. Nobody else's amount of effort for me is going to be the determining factor. This stops with me. And the only example I can really give um, for my personal life is when I finally said, I'm going to stop letting the pain that I feel due to my military uh, career stop me from trying to be physically healthy, physically fit, do the things that typically I would say no because I'm in pain. Um, and so I started doing more and more and more. Uh, in spite of the field, uh, pain, the feeling of pain. And I had people telling me I was crazy. I had doctors telling me that, you know, you might need to take a little bit less. You might do this or that, you know, to, to offset it. But I knew that in my mind, if I were to take some of that advice, I would eventually quit. I would eventually stop um, because I would be giving myself the excuse to, to not, not pull through. And you know, I'm now years into it where I will get moments, you know, periods of time where I might have to stop a specific exercise, but I won't stop exercising as much. I'll try and do something. Or if I can't exercise, I'll try and watch what I'm eating more during those periods because now I have this mindset of I'm going to be healthy regardless of the pain. So that that's the one example I've, I've had in this time. Um, that is my biggest one is I had to stop letting everybody else, the doctors try and figure out what's wrong with me, my friends try and support me in being healthy as much as I can with my issues. I had to just say, you know what? Forget the issues other than 
you know, trying to mitigate the pain as much as possible, you know, with knee braces and, and, you know, figuring out how I can train as best as possible or working up to a certain training goal as smart as possible. And sometimes I just got to deal with the pain um, because the pain's going to be there, period. I'm, I'm stuck with it. And so that was the biggest thing is I had to deal with myself and, and accept it. I'm there regardless. And then the next thing is I had to realize that I had to figure out what my path forward was. And that first takes figuring out where you're at. And that's the hardest part, I think, beyond looking in at yourself and saying, I'm the problem and I'm the solution, is realizing what is the true story? What really is going on past the excuses, past the lies, past the the shrouded cloud of what everybody else has been telling you and what is really going on. Um, and this may cause you to lose friends. This may cause you to reevaluate some of your relationships. This may reevaluate who you work with or where you work or, or a whole bunch of reasons of what's going on in your life because you may realize that that's a problem in what's going on in your life. Um, it, you may realize that you might have to give up things or, or you may have to start doing new things um, because where you're at is, is such a situation that's not good that it's causing you problems. Um, I was starting to realize that I was spending more time on my phone just wasting time. Nothing bad, you know, just down the stupid rabbit holes of all these social media systems. And they're really good at getting you to do that. And by the time I realized it, I'm going to bed, and I didn't do half the this, this stuff I'd like to do. This project, that project, do this with so-and-so, that with so-and-so. Nothing major, but it was just a waste of time. So just to really draw my attention to it, I had to turn on the thing that would really tell me how much time I'm spending on it. And I was shocked with how many like, hours a week I was wasting on these social media apps. I set up the thing to tell me, hey, you've spent too, this much time on there. Do you really want to spend more time on it? And I'm like, no. You know, luckily I have enough um, willpower to, to, to do that. And I've had a significant decrease, but I had to figure out, you know, what was bothering me? Why is it bothering me? And, and how can I fix it? You know, so you really have to take a, a hard look at what it is that's going on and where do you want to go with it? Um, I mean, it could be something good. It could, it could be your career and you could say, you know, I've gotten this far. What's next? Do I like where I'm at? Do I want to move forward? Um, do I want to move sideways? Do I want to move up? You know, um, do I want to stay where I'm at? And then go from there. You know, obviously, if you're married, um, you want you want to talk to your spouse. If you're dating, you want to talk to them and see what your future goals are. Because if there's a future, you got to talk to each other. And then finally, you got to figure out what's the end goal. You know, if you're looking now, and you don't consider what's out there later, um, that's just that's just blind running around in a circle zigzagging back and forth while it's also dark um, and your eyes are closed. That's, that's pointless. Um, anything I just said would be completely pointless to listen to and nod your head up and down and be taking notes if you didn't have the future as a possibility. Um, there's a lot of people I know that, you know, YOLO or FOMO or whatever four-letter acronym you're living with nowadays, and, and that's rid ridiculous. Okay, you can have fun, you can do the, the things you'd like to do today, but you got to also expect a tomorrow and a next week and a next year and a 10 years from now, because for most people, 
it's going to happen. And so in anything you're going to do, you got to think about that. And so if you're going to be looking for long-term change and long-term effects in your life, you got to think about that. Who are you going to be then? And how is what you're going to do now going to help that? And conversely, if you um, choose not to do something, you've really got to take in consideration how that will harm uh, yourself or your future self. So those are some of the areas you definitely want to um, make sure you're taking consideration. So finally, you know, uh, you've, you've taken this hard look at yourself. You've taken a look at some of the areas that you need to improve. Um, you've definitely delved into how you can go about doing it, different areas of consideration of what you're going to do, um, actions, tasks, studies, um, whatever. Now you actually have to do it. <clears throat> and again, you have to make that choice. Um, I say you, you, you. I am also obviously talking about me. I've given examples of my life and my situations. Um, but it's coming down to how do you stay on track? And there are so many different offerings out there on you know, how to goal plan and, and achieve success and, and all the other stuff. But when it comes down to it, it's something you have to do. You have to figure out what's going to work for you in the long term. Um, you might have to put money into something, you know, a, an app or a book or a planner or a coach or um, therapy or, or something that's going to help you achieve that goal, uh, achieve that knowledge, achieve that whatever. Um, so that's going to take more research. What is going to help you be the best you in that area that you want to improve? And uh, again, it's going to take work. Uh, work is the key, I think, to this whole process. And if you don't want to put in the work, then uh, go back to second one of this podcast and say, oh, this one's not for me. Uh, skip on um, because I can't help you. Um, everything I'm talking about right now does require a whole lot of work. Because like I said in the beginning, what I'm talking about is a lot easier said than done. Um, everything I just said, you know, I recommend you listen to it once, twice, three times, take tons of notes, um, and then go, go decide for yourself how's it going to affect you, how's it going to work within your life, in your schedule, in your personal situation. Because when it comes down to you doing something to help improve you, your situation, um, your life, you have to do it and you have to figure out how to do it for yourself. Again, there's plenty of people out there that says, oh, this 10 simple steps or this simple technique or this, that, or the other thing. Nothing works for everybody. If so, we would have figured out thousands of years ago and we would have figured out time travel by now. Nothing is that simple. If it was, like I said, you know, we're on 45 seconds ago. So how does this apply to parenting? And then how does it apply to DIY? You know, DIY data five. Here we go. As a parent, we need to teach our children how to do this, how to be the doer of their own lives. Um, you know, as parents, we do a lot for our children the first many parts of their years uh, because they're children and they can't actually do a lot for themselves. They, they can't walk, they can't talk, they can't feed, they can't change, they can't X, Y, Z, whatever. So we are the doers for them. We make all the choices, we do all the actions. Um, and we have to transition them into the doers. Um, I've had many um, conversations now on this podcast 
I'm sorry, monologues on this podcast where I talk about some of the steps that we've taken and some of the processes we've gone over uh, in our household to help working our children towards becoming more confident and capable in their um, in the systems on being doers and you know basic life tasks and stuff like that, um, conflict resolutions, talking to each other and stuff like that. And so I'm not going to get really into that, um, but the key when it comes to um, helping our children is the intentionality. Like I said, there's techniques that we've used, um, and I don't say that you know to say go use those techniques. I say that because we've used them for us, and it's working for us. But the key, like I said, is you have to be intentional um, with your kids. So just like I say, you know, we or you have to work on your own issues. We have to work on our kids' learning. Yes, they're going to catch a lot by us because that's actually how kids tend to learn a lot. So if we are being very intentional with ourselves and we are, you know, analyzing ourselves and learning a lot and studying a lot and making ourselves get better and we're doers um, by nature or by intentional acts, um, our children will learn that type of behavior because they're going to see that behavior modeled. And again, I've talked about that, you know, modeling what you want them to learn. But taking that the next step forward is not only modeling it, but also teaching it. I'm not saying, you know, well, I do it, so you should do it. But just the, the regular rhythm of helping them be a doer, showing them techniques, showing them things, and helping build their confidence in different areas, you know, areas of research, areas of presentation, areas of self, uh, self-analysis, self you know, studying themselves, studying their emotions, studying their reactions, and all of that at age-appropriate levels. That is the key, though, age-appropriate levels. We're not going to ask a six-month-old to do a whole 10-page synopsis of, you know, the outburst that they had um you know, similar to, you know, what we can ask probably a 16 or 17 year old who's had, you know, some philosophy and, and childhood development courses, you know, they could probably do it when they're not in the midst of a uh, hormonal outburst. So like I said, a uh, age appropriate um, study pattern and teaching methodology with your children. But the key is, is you have to be intentional with them. And like I said, the better you can model some of this, the better it'll be for them to learn naturally. And then the better it'll be for you to be um, stepping in to help them learn, too. Second, when it comes to DIY, well, as a DIYer, you typically are a doer or you're the doer in the do-it-yourself category. Um, So this is just an extension of that. When you have to do a task, you have to look at the task, you have to figure out the task, who's going to do the task, how much it's going to cost, yada, yada, yada. Um, Again, you know, going down temps and, and, and that framework uh, it covers a lot of those areas and, and even just, uh, you know, figuring out it as yourself, if you're going to do it, you know, and, and who you are as a person. Um, so you're already doing a lot of this stuff in the DIY world, but in that world, it tends to be less abrasive, less intrusive into our personality, quote, mind space. Um, and what I mean is, you know, as I'm talking about in this podcast, I'm talking about marriage, other relationships, you know, work, coworkers, that kind of stuff, child relationship, um, and just all of that areas, you know, personal, you know, personal problems you might have um, with issues of, of, you know, addiction or anger, uh, well, not just anger, but any other emotional 
um, responses that may be uh, needing attention. So, you know, this is a personal space that I'm talking about more um, that needs a deliberate intention versus an external. You know, again, external can technically be worked on by somebody else. That's as I've talked about, you know, the pro pay. But these internal areas where really the work comes down to just you. You can't pay somebody else to do this for you. Um, so as you get better at doing this internally, these internal assessments, the internal actions, and you get a, a better uh, habitual uh, standing in working on yourself, you're actually going to get better at working on DIY functions, DIY projects, DIY tasks. You're going to be better at analyzing them and assessing if it's something you should do, shouldn't do in, in your time, you'll feel more comfortable with those assessments. You'll feel more comfortable in doing them because you'll be more comfortable in doing the research for the projects. Um, so a lot of that work that you did on the self will translate over into the DIY world. Um, so that's, um, that's the big correlation between this, uh, this concept and DIYing. It's really the same kind of thing. It's just one is that internal assessment and work that you do really have to do it yourself for it to be effective. You really can't pay anybody to do it. You can pay like a subcontractor to help you with stuff, help you with research, help you with other stuff, but they can't do the work um, on this internal um, self-improvement. But in the DIY world, as you get better at this whole internal thing, you will usually be a lot better at DIYing. Um, the external world as well. And then uh, the last thing I always want to say um, when it comes to, you know, parenting and all this, you know, internal improving yourself, like I said before, make sure you're worrying about yourself. You know, um, people will see uh, changes in your life, whether they're good or bad, um, and they may ask you about those said changes. And feel free to talk about them if you're comfortable. But a lot of the times we get into this bad habit of um, trying to project what we're doing onto somebody else or how we feel onto somebody else or what we see onto somebody else. And like I've talked about in a previous podcast, that has a negative effect um, to what we're trying to do. We're trying to help people. And I know this for you know most people, we want to be helpful in what we're putting out, but unless it's being requested of us, very specifically, usually, to be helpful in a certain area, we're really just hurting the situation. So in everything that I've said today, make sure the key is we're working on ourselves. We're not trying to fix somebody else's input into our life. We're not trying to fix our work into, you know, our work's inputs to our life unless we figure out there's a career change. I understand that. Um, but we're not trying to change people. We're not trying to change a company. We're not trying to change the world in itself. We're trying to affect us, who we are, how we respond, and what we um, let as inputs into our lives sometimes. So we may figure out we need to change, you know, change scenery, change relationships, change you know careers, or just change knowledge and, and gain more knowledge in an area. So I really do hope that this episode, my 40th episode, has been helpful for a lot of you. Um, I hope it's been uh, kind of uplifting and energizing. You know, we're coming to the end of 2022. The last two years have been really daunting for a lot of us, um, just with all the upheaval in many different areas of life. And, and I, uh, I do pray that I can get at least one more episode out before the new year really does hit. Um, but if not, I do pray that you all have a wonderful uh, holiday season. Um, personally, me, I wish you all a Merry Christmas uh, and that you get to celebrate a wonderful new year. 
And uh, I will hopefully see you again on my next episode 41. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at DIYdata5, or you can email me at podcastdiydata5.com. So podcast at DIYdata5.com. Thanks. Bye.